So the yeah. Uh, how was your weekend Memorial Day? Uh pretty good. Um we did a we made a bunch of food. Uh it was a really nice day, actually almost too hot for my liking. Like I feel like I'm a seventy five to seventy seven guy now, and oh, anything yeah. more than that, I'm in the shade all day. Yeah, I would say I agree. I'm in the same boat. Yeah, but we did the little kiddie pools and the sprinklers and the grilled out, that kind of stuff. What'd you do today? Yeah. We uh, so this whole weekend we did nothing but yard work, really. You know, we bought this house and the lady didn't do anything, so I've just been mm-hmm. doing yard work nonstop. So, little tip for anybody out there who's looking to buy a house in your mid thirties: you don't, in, if the yard work isn't your hobby, don't <laughs> buy a house that requires yard work. I remember fun. when you when you bought that house, it was just kind of like you were like, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff doing in the yard, but we love the house. Like it was a very in passing kind of a thing, and it's become this hurdle now for you. Oh yeah, it's my it's my nonstop now that it's nice out. So mm-hmm. we did we tore out so many weeds. I cut branches off of the trees that were dead with one arm. I'm still I only still only got one arm, so I got one of those pole saws that is manual. And I'm mm-hmm. just with one arm, just killing myself. <laughs> you know, your neighbors are just looking out their windows and just laughing. <laughs> Dude in a sling, just right. <laughs> it's going. My one neighbor who actually mows my yard for me because we haven't had a mower, which we actually got one now. He wasn't gone all weekend. They went up to the lake house or something. So he wasn't even around to help me out. Mm. So I was just, which was kind of, I was kind of glad too, because like, they're outside people all the time. Like, we go outside, they're outside. We're not outside, they're outside. I come out at 8 o'clock to, you know, let the dogs out. They're still outside. Like, what are they doing outside? Just yard work stuff, you know, just finding stuff to do. Like, I think they both have office jobs or, like, inside jobs. So when they get off of work, they like to be outside, outside, which, I mean, you're a better person than me. I like I sit on my office chair all day and then I move from here to my couch. <laughs> so, do, you, do you feel like you're outside more because you're like, I can't, I mean, I got to at least give it a shot. Right. Because yeah. they're outside all day long and you're like, all right, well, I could probably do something out there. I would say we are outside more like they, they slightly have motivated us. It's also because we kind of want to get to know them better. Cause we don't, we don't know, you know, we haven't got our neighbors to know our neighbors much in the past, which I know we've talked about. So mm-hmm. part about that is, but I will say one area I am better than men and better than them in is I get up earlier. So my mm-hmm. wife and I were early risers. So like on Saturday in the past, we were out by like 7 a.m. doing stuff. They didn't roll their lazy butts out of bed till like 9.30. So I could just see you like out of spite, waking up as early as possible, getting your robe and slippers on with your coffee in the morning at the end of your driveway. <laughs> Like I'm first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, by the way, how has nobody called me out on this? This what? looks what does that look like to you? <laughs> the light? <laughs> so I would say I, it is it's more obvious as red. You haven't always had it red. The red the red really highlights the nipple on it. <laughs> <laughs> It's a face, obviously, but when I turned it red and sat down and I went, huh. Yeah, I mean, you don't see the you don't here. see the eyes. So I'm assuming what I'm seeing is the nose. You yes, you are. Right. Or I could have just snuck in a boob light and didn't tell you. 
which I would have appreciated more. <laughs> if but, I get real close, if I get real close, like my head is the the other one, you know. <laughs> yeah. They but, sell yeah, them at IKEA. But, Go get yourself one. IKEA. That's what my lights from. That's what my lights from too. Oh really? That would have been upgrading. You should, if you're gonna upgrade, get 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 the other. It'd be really funny if we had, like, two heads, two of the bald head. Oh, that would lights. be funny. I should go do yeah. that. See, you have a much more, like, my stone really throws with my. I'm in a new. I'm in not a new spot, but a different spot again this week. If anybody's keeping track of where uh, mm-hmm. Erickson podcast is from, but I'm back in the office, mostly out of laziness because I didn't want to move everything again. Because uh, I use all this stuff during the week, but also because I watched the video back last week, I didn't feel like my lighting was good again. But now, you d- we're but here. you didn't like the wood in the back. You didn't like I your just backdrop. Like my, yeah, I mean the backdrop was fine, but I went in there hoping it would fix my lighting situation a little bit, and it, I feel like it didn't. But mm-hmm. I think we might have fixed it here today. So hopefully, um, yeah. we'll see what happens. But yeah. I think you could always put like you could always put like a cool color light onto the back of your stone. Like put the light behind you and have it shined up at the stone. Yeah. So above my head, right above here, I have an a light that's a ceiling light that is on a separate switch. Because if you guys didn't know, right at my feet here is a pit that is boarded up with plywood because it was supposed to be a koi pond at one time. But the old man never got it done. So he had an accent light in the ceiling to shine right onto the koi pond. So mm-hmm. I put an LED bulb in there that I can do different colors on like a okay. smart bulb. And I can mm-hmm. twist it to face the rock. But um, I don't know. The bulb itself isn't bright enough, I guess. It doesn't, you don't see anything. It doesn't give off like enough light to actually tell like, is that, is that red, orange back there? Is it just another light? You can't tell anything. Yeah. So I don't yeah. use it. Okay. But well, you, you know, you play with different things. Yeah. I, I settled on the boob light and I was happy with that. <laughs> I do I like it. <laughs> but what I was gonna say though was like I have a like I have stone wall behind me. You that's a very modern looking LED light you have, but you have it on a white desk with a white bookcase next to you. You have, you know, way more I would say, you know current theme yeah. than i have behind me here of the 1970s cream lannan stone you know i can't put a just little led boob light next to it and call it good i feel like you're just gonna stop midstream and some dude's gonna order like deliver a pizza and there's a porno that's gonna start like that's <laughs> what i get when i look at your wall <laughs> who knows maybe they maybe they lied to us and this wasn't going to be a koi pond room that all these windows in front of me was like a uh, Amsterdam red light district, right? Like you get yeah. to, you can come walk through yeah. the yard and you know watch. <laughs> was the original light up ahead? Was that red? I mean, that, I, I, mean that <laughs> I think we're onto something here. Right. Your old cellar was an old perv. <laughs> Let's start this. Okay. Three, two. I want to talk about plumpkins and. Uh... So you spelled it with a P. That's cute because it's a B. Blumpkin, yeah. Like Blum- a, you know, bull. Blum- I don't know where the umpkin comes from. <laughs> I feel like we need a referee. We need to. Think we need to go to the booth. Does he pay to get his balls trimmed? There ain't nobody texting emojis about making eggplant parmesan. It's there because they want it to be a, a big old swan.
right. I, I, I still enjoy the our intro. I feel it like a, it's a good intro. It's a solid intro. That was from our very first episode. Yeah, which was still, I think, our most watched episode. <laughs> well, it's because here's what we did. So we told everyone, hey, go watch it. <laughs> and then right. I think the people that saw it, they went, mm, yeah. yeah, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Blumpkins? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe we need to bring some of the some of that stuff back. Some of so, the what is it? You know, I was looking. So I got a few different segments for us today. New ones that we yeah. haven't done. I'm and excited. I was I was perusing our old Google Doc where we had our ideas on it, and nothing was tripping my trigger, but it gave me some inspiration. So I have a few new ones. Uh, so okay. hopefully you didn't peek at them. Um, I I can see just the clips, but I wasn't paying too much attention to it. Okay, good. Because I think they're I think they're uh, pretty good. Um, but so our first ticket though is a oldie but a goodie, and it's an absolutely not. So here we go. So this this is probably one of the best. I want to say best. One of the better absolutely nots that I have found lately. I have not found. <laughs> A good one and i would say even the ones you found like you're like would you do that and i was like yeah yeah i'd probably do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know it's hard when i'm like expecting you to be like no i wouldn't do that and you're like yeah i would do that for for the right amount of money right for the right amount of money i i am bought i'm principled to a dollar amount and then all my principles are gone <laughs> but, so this is a youtube clip i think we're both going to be on board with absolutely not so i'm gonna okay. bring it up Oh gosh. <laughs> Let me I know if you can hear it. Oh, oh, you hear it? Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Wow. Starts off starts off mild, you know, not a lot of hair up there. The problem is if that burger. They're not ripping that. The neck. Oh my gosh. You can see it. It's kind of hard to watch. Who signs up for this? Now, uh, okay so i have thoughts on this but i want to hear if you have any first and i need the video for my thoughts so i'm going to keep it up but okay so at first off is, question absolutely not for me it's an absolutely not for me <laughs> and so is this cultural like i does he is it because you don't see a whole lot are, are they japanese are they maybe japanese i'm not sure i'm not sure <laughs> but uh, asian of some sort but you don't see a whole lot of like 
crazy you know beards are an american thing right right they're there just seems well i mean obviously there's whatever there's beards all over the world but you don't see too many asian beards full beards so is yeah. it like a okay is it okay thing for them to look at baby faces possible and this is what they do we just we just didn't know that they always have done this oh my gosh no oh it's still going so i just can't get over the fact that like it just looks like they're gonna pull this out and you're gonna see his full beard on this thing yeah oh is it still playing for you yeah you can't see that no mine's paused that was, weird. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird yeah it was playing for me oh now it's playing yeah it's i think we're like somehow seeing different versions of it but so yeah so, i don't understand i don't understand the practice but that's an absolutely hell no for me i don't understand the practice either and here's my beefs with it i've i've just answered one of my own questions in my head looking at it because my first thing was going to be why is why is it so long? But I yeah. imagine you got to have hair for the wax to grab onto. Okay. Yeah. Right. And yeah. whether your hair is you know this long or this long, pulling out's going to hurt the same. Right. Right. So I and- I guess I answer that question. Here's my bigger problem. He goes through all that. Can you see me fast forwarding? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He goes through all that. They didn't even get it all. <laughs> well there's a probably a round two like after he's unconscious on his, like on his lip and here like you just put this guy through agony and you didn't even you didn't even get the job done well is that is that more facial hair or is that the blood starting to come out of the pores <laughs> to me it looks like facial hair like those are long black but like there's not a few there's a lot like yeah this is going to require a round two to get them oh. all yikes anyway I, I so i've seen those videos where they do the nos like the nose hairs and even the ear hair and they have like they put some probably that same substance up their nose yeah. and they have a q-tip or whatever to pull yeah and they get stuck sometimes i've seen those too yeah you pull the handle and you're like okay now what <laughs> do i get a corkscrew like what are we doing <laughs> but i will say and I don't know if it's just been because I've been growing more facial hair than normal. And this is, unfortunately, this is more than normal. Yeah. Um, my nose hair is starting to try and join the party. Oh, yeah. And so, and I've mentioned like on our earlier episodes, I have one, my left nostril has white nose hairs, all white. Yeah. I don't know if that's, I don't know if I should be bragging about that. I don't know what it is, but... So they're hard to see, but I can feel them sometimes. I would, I'm getting more and more on board with the, with the weird internal nostril wax because I just can't deal with them anymore. I just told Nicole like yesterday, my nose was bothering me all day and I didn't know why, but I think it was the same thing. It was nose hairs coming out, beard hair, Mm -hmm. you know, mustache hairs coming up. Mm -hmm. I was just like, I was endlessly doing this, and I felt like I was about to blow my nose. My nose was running. Like, something was going on. And I finally told you yesterday, I said, I'm officially crossing over. I said, I need a nose hair trimmer. <laughs> I've not bought one my entire life. And now I need one. This week? 35 is the number. 
gosh, that's so weird because I just hit that. That's just that's that's freaking me out a little bit. We hit that age where we are concerned with our nose hairs. Well, I just, it bothers me. Like now I'm talking about it, I got issues. I can't. Yeah, I can't stop thinking about it. But here's the thing that weirds me out about hair in general. How does it know when to stop? Like <laughs> head hair can grow forever. I get that. Maybe even facial hair. But like on your arms, once it gets to a certain point, it's done growing. Yeah. Like, but I think maybe when you hit 35, at least for us, our nose hairs stopped knowing their limits. They and they're like, grow. I would like to, I would like to travel the world here. Let me see what's, <laughs> what's going on over here at the left nostril. Right. It's just, yeah, I don't, I don't understand hair whatsoever. I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, I don't either. That is interesting that some grow and some don't. But yeah, my nose hair has become a problem for me. So I'm getting nose. I did tell, so the reason I can, I'm not excited about a nose hair trimmer one, not because it makes me, you know, it ages me, but like mm -hmm. it's sensitive and I'm, I'm nervous. I'm going to go up there. It's going to be like, you know, and it's going to, it's going to be too much. <laughs> and it's just going to bring it down and just like ugh, rip it all out. <laughs> Either that or you just cut all of the inside of your skin. And then you're, you'd be like, that's it. I'm done. And you still have your nose hair. Right. So I told him the call. I said, I want to get one, but I said, we're not doing like the $7 Walmart one. I'm going to target and we're getting the manscaped, you know, nose trim. And I'm going to pay 30 bucks for it. So I'm not, not risking it. <laughs> you get what you, you get, what you pay for in your nose hair trimmers. Yeah. See, I think I would much it. rather just go with, as long as I could be ensured that like the handles didn't pop out and you're stuck with this big nose plug. Yeah. I would rather That's go with the go one with? and done, like rip it out. It's not one and done though. It's gonna grow back. Yeah, but it'll grow back quicker when you shave it. If you shave it, I want to get the root out. Yeah, I guess I'm fine though. Like the only other like, thing I can, you know, every I'm we're already hitting our head quite often, right? So zoop, zoop, and you go about your day. Yeah, maybe. You know, like Can have you ever? They're there for a reason. They're filtering your your intake. Right. Yeah. So I don't want them gone. I think I just want. Them short you just gotta keep them from coming out and i had one one time it it, it came out and it came up and hooked around my nostril <laughs> you're sporting a nose ring when did yeah. you get a nose ring <laughs> which i told my dad that and i told him that i've been so what i do right now is when they start coming out i grab them and i you know oh yeah which, that'll make your eyes water if you you know you have a couple at a time oh man but my yeah. dad's like, he's like, uh-uh, don't do that. And I'm like, why? And I mean, spoken from experience, he has said, you'll get ingrown hairs in your nose. And he oh. goes, that's super painful. Oh, yeah, I don't want that. So he's like, do not pull them out. <laughs> well, I've reached the point, like, my eyebrows, uh, it's been a couple years, you know. My wife's going to see this and be like, that's happened for years. But my... <laughs> eyebrows don't like to to stick with the party either yeah. so they'll i'll just be sitting yeah. talking and you know i've got this like thing hanging off of my eyebrow and my wife will literally cut me off and be like hold on Bink! and she just pull it out of my face i know i know we've said this and you have had the statement i don't want to admit <laughs> to some things that i have because we're already similar enough i have this i have the same problem my eyebrows are <laughs> i when i trim my beard i put the quarter inch guard on my razor and i just go over them 
No way. I've never Otherwise, done that. Otherwise, they go crazy. Like, I'll have one where it will, like, wind its way through the other ones, and then it all of a sudden comes out, and by the time you trace it back, you're holding the end, like, out here. <laughs> yeah. One time, I did shave my, like, half of my eyebrow on accident one time. So I was just time, or were you part. trying to put the racing stripes in it, like you I, see. <laughs> I, hey, listen, I got enough street cred. I don't need. I don't need any more. I was just getting my sideburn right here, and for whatever reason, I got a little too overzealous, and it's half of my eyebrow. So I'm freaking out, and my wife is like, "It's okay, I can fix it." I'm like, "How are you going to fix it? Are you going to grow back my eyebrow?" She made some. She did some kind of makeup magic. Yeah. She filled in my eyebrow to where it looked like nothing had ever happened. And so I went like three or four days until it grew back. I went with like makeup on my eyebrow when I was out in public. <laughs> have you ever nared anything? Like, have you, like we just watched the guy wax. Have you ever waxed anything? Never. No, I, I never have, have either. No, like yeah. even like, I'm even thinking like my, my wife when she, you know, when she's had nair out for doing stuff or really anybody. Like I remember as a kid, uh, we were at my aunt's house and she had all girls and I have two sisters and they, it was like nair was brand new. Right. So they all got together to see what it was about and they were trying it. And even at that time, I didn't like even put some on my arm just to try it, you know? Oh, but I feel like no. I'd be a big baby. Yeah. But I would also, I would love to be the one ripping. That's satisfying to me. Just let's just bite a belt real quick. Let me take care of it. Right. I would love that. Yeah. The 40 year old virgin out yeah. when he's getting waxed. I think he really got waxed. He did. And he was actually yeah. bleeding through his shirt <laughs> walking down the street. He was bleeding. And they did it in a, they said, You look like a man o' lantern. It did it in like eyes and a mouth towards his belly. Like, oh man. That's, actually, so that's what I was thinking of during that video. Like, I was expecting to hear him yell out, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> I'm like, <"Hey>, Alex. <laughs> oh yeah yeah so um all right i've got our next segment this is a new one so we have not not done this before but it's mm -hmm. i came across this on tiktok of course okay and i thought it was pretty interesting so if you have seen this you guys to tell me right away because i you know uh but we'll run the intro on it all right <laughs> nice. I thought that scream was funny. Yeah. All right. So this is known as this is Did You Know? Okay. And this is the birthday paradox. Do you know what this? Do you know this at all? Also known as the birthday problem. It's like a um, mathematical problem. I don't know if I know this. Okay. So I I'll guess let I'll lead I... it. Out. I'll do a little bit different than how <laughs> I heard it. But how many people do you think you need to have in a room? For two of them to share, for two of them to have a 50, okay, let me say this again. How many people do you need in a room to have a 50% chance that two of them share a birthday? Okay, so, so I this sounds familiar to me. Okay. But I don't know the answer. All right, so let's um, think through it. So 365 days in the year, how many people <clears throat> in a room for a 50% chance that two of them share a birthday, not a specific okay. birthday, just a birthday. Right. So easy, stupid math. 
is like, you know, 102 and a half or 182 and a half. Easy, stupid <laughs> yeah. math. You're like, that's it. That's the answer. Right. But I think what I remember is this answer was shockingly small. Okay. Um, but so let's let's still work through it, though. So, yeah, for them to have a 50 percent chance, not a 100 percent chance of having the same birthday. So 50, then you yeah, could 50%. cut that. Yeah. So then you cut that in half again. So you're sitting at like a 91 people. So if I were, if I didn't know, if I hadn't gone through this again, I would say some, I would just say 91 people. Yeah. So you're not close. It's much lower than that. When I read this and heard this, I was shocked. And I sat for probably like 10 minutes thinking about it. And I finally Googled it to explain the math to me. Yeah. But the number is 23 people. So what's the math? Because that doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense, right? Like 23 people in a room and you tell me there's a 50% chance that two of them will share a birthday. Right. And that's so crazy. here's the math. So you consider a group of people. The first person's birthday doesn't match anyone else's because there's no individuals yet, right? So one person is zero. So that's your mm-hmm. baseline. But when a second person joins, there's a one in 365 chance right. that they have the same birthday, right? Because yeah. the first birthday, first person's birthday is someday. So you have a one, which is a 0.27% chance that their birthday matches. And this is where the probability math kicks in, which as soon as I started reading, I was like, okay, logic, I can make this. When the third person joins, there's now two potential matches. So the probability of their birthday matching either two people, right? You don't have to match the first person has to be Mm -hmm. either two people is now two in 365 days, which is a 0.55% probability. So for every additional person that joins the potential matches increase almost like doubly, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's like, it's almost like the power of compounding, right? So yeah. by the time the 23rd person joins, the probability of having at least one shared birthday exceeds 50%. Hmm. Because that one person has to share, you know, it's it's 20, it's 23 out of 365, which I guess exceeds 50% probability. But it's been a long yeah. time since my statistic days in college. Um, I didn't like that class, but I did it. But... <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, I don't, I still don't know if I believe it, to be honest. Like, statistics class, which I never took, um, <laughs> sounds to me like these types of problems were all you guys talk about, would talk about in these statistic classes. And for good reason, I didn't go. Like, this right. would drive me nuts. I get that right. the numbers make like when the numbers make sense, but it doesn't sound like it. Like if somebody just walked through and and asked this question to a room full of people, and you said twenty three, and you were one hundred percent like positive, I, to me that sounds like an idiotic answer. Yeah. <laughs> like no, clearly it's not twenty three. Move on. Let's see who else can answer these kind types of questions. That just they don't. Yeah, there should be a right mathematic answer and a right answer that sounds right. <laughs> Do you remember the movie uh, 21? They go to Vegas and they card- count cards. 
Yeah. And he teaches a probability class, and that's where he finds his guys that count cards. And he asks a question of, you're on a game show, and between between door one's a goat, door two's a donkey, and door three is a million dollars, what door do you pick? And, of course, yeah. you pick a random door, you got a you know 33% chance of being right. And he said, okay, now the show host gives you the option. Do you stay with your answer or do you pick a new door? And everybody in the class is like, you stay with your answer. It's a trick. They, If they're giving you the option, they want you to pick a new door, right? Mm-hmm. So they're tricking you so you stay with their answer. And, of course, the one kid that said you change your, you change your answer was the correct answer because statistically – It's now a 50-50. Right, but – I, it still doesn't make sense because you weren't told your initial door is the wrong door. Right. So it still yeah. could be the right door, mm-hmm. but I guess you were more like you had a you had a 60 60 you had a 66% chance of choosing the wrong door initially. And now it's So I guess mathematically you should pick the other different door. Yeah. That's another situation where But again, it, like- it doesn't make sense. Right. And then you then you hear people talk about, oh, well, your gut reaction is usually the best reaction to go with. But so gut and statistics don't get along very well. Right. But like, but yeah, I remember think I remember that that scene in that movie thinking. Wow, yeah, that's, which that's a great crazy. movie. Love that movie. Yeah. Um, but I uh, back to the birthday thing. It blows my mind. But like because I have 13 cousins. Mm-hmm. And then all of my cousins, of course, have two parents, and then my grandparents on both sides, and my other cousins. No one shares a birthday, not a single person. Mm-hmm. Well over twenty three people, so I get it's fifty fifty, and I'm like, you know, that kind of disproves it right there, because you would think, you know, if I'm at if twenty three is fifty fifty, at what point does it become a hundred percent? Like thirty? I, you know, I don't know. It, but it it may never it, it could never it couldn't ever become 100% probability because you, you could always have unless you had more than 365 people that's when it becomes even 100%. still i mean even still Thumbs it has to no you yes. can't <laughs> probably think about it no if you have more than 365 people yeah okay so i was thinking <laughs> I was thinking that there couldn't be one. So when you have more than you couldn't have a 100% probability because still, what if, what if I was never in the room and I was the only person with that birth date, you know what I mean? And you're polling somebody that had my birth date. Yeah. You know what I mean? It couldn't, I feel like it couldn't be 100% probability that yes. you would find two people with the same birthday because what if, so there were two people with my birthday one person's in that room and and I'm not. You pulled that person. They don't have a like birthday. So right. that it's got to only be like 99.9999 like <laughs> it could never be 100. Explain it to me then. Because there's only <laughs> there's only 365 days. So if you have more than 365 people in a room, you're two you're of them st- have to share a birthday. No, because there could be, let's just say if there's three, listen, let's just say if there's three of them with the same birthday, right? Sure. Okay. Then there's a birthday being shared. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we should continue with this because it's going to take a long time. 
<clears throat> because I'm going to have to draw it out. It doesn't have to be your birthday. What's that? It doesn't have to be your birthday. I the, know. The question what? is how, you know, just but a birthday has to be shared. So you're saying in a room, you you have everybody with one birthday of each of the year, right? You get, okay, that person's January 1st. You're January 2nd. You're January 3rd. Right. Are you Are you loading up the room to make sure each person fills out one day of the calendar year? No. So then that could mean that other people double up or triple up on the same date and you have some that don't have like days. Right, but if they're if they're doubled up thumbs and they're in the room, they have a shared birthday. Yes, but who are you asking? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean yes, but <laughs> the whole the whole thing is just getting to a shared birthday. So it's just anyone that has a shared birthday? Yes. Okay. So what I was thinking person, was just a shared birthday. <laughs> I was thinking that if you in real life terms there was a conference room. You had 365 people in there and you go, when's your birthday? And they're like, April 10th. And then they're like, um, okay, anybody else have April 10th? And nobody else in the room has April 10th. That was my mindset. Was it chances are that could possibly happen. Yeah. Did you just pick a random date? And I realized it was your birthday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I, I was trying to pick a random date and I went and I said April 10th and I'm like, I wanted a random date, whatever, just go with it. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I'm sweating. You got me so hot. I thought you lost your mind for a minute. I just like... thought that we were, we were unclear on the parameters, is all. <laughs> well, yeah, somebody was unclear on the parameters. I felt like I was very clear <laughs> with just a shared birthday. <laughs> uh, what else you got, fancy man? All right, here we go. I'll play it first. For or against beach sex. And here's the lead-in. I'm going on a beach vacation in less than two weeks. I leave a week from Friday. We're going to the mm-hmm. Outer Banks. We do, a, we do a family vacation with my in-laws every year to a beach somewhere. And this year, it's the Outer Banks. So I've done a beach vacation every year for the last seven years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and prior to that, I had my wife and I had done a few beach vacations. I have not partaken in beach sex up until this point of my life. Mm-hmm. Kind of bitter about it a little bit. Um, but I understand the negative parts of beach sex. So I'm curious to know thumbs for or against beach sex. Overall, <laughs> I am for it. But there are certainly nuances. <laughs> There's obviously the the sand aspect. Let's just There's, get that which out is, of the way. Right. That's the immediate cons- thought process is sand, lots of sand. Immediate because that could really ruin it um, as soon as it gets started. Right. And, and chances are I might be able to power through it, <laughs> but <laughs> but I don't think I don't think my wife could. Um I will say um, that um, we were very close to this. Yeah. Um, So there is a place up in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan um, where there is a waterfall that you can can get off the beaten path. It's literally um, 
you're not supposed to, but it's like kind of got a little foot foot traffic that people get off the beaten path and you can go and chill and hang out behind a waterfall. Yeah. So that would be my position A for any extracurricular. <laughs> so there's no sand. You're behind a waterfall. There's no it's sand. Like rocky. So I just mentioned that because it's a really cool spot. But um, so we went really early in the morning um because it was like you know the kids weren't awake yet my my mom could watch and we were on vacation so it's like let's go here to the falls or whatever yeah Uh, so that's important to mention because nobody else was there like where you park and you start walking down on these trails nobody else was there yeah so my whole and i knew these waterfalls were there my whole my whole mentality like i was tunnel done like it was like we are this is gonna happen i am gonna be able to have have sex under a waterfall yeah and we get there and it turns out there's more people coming up the path, like not from the waterfall, <laughs> but like, you know, there was just more, more foot, foot traffic, traffic than expected than I thought. Yeah. yeah. So we did go to the waterfall. We had fun just, you know, whatever. Um, but then there's this spot where you go off the trail and then you see like the coast of like Lake Michigan. Yeah. And, or is it like, it might be Lake Superior. I can't remember. Um, and like you kind of go around the corner and there are like branches and there's like driftwood and things like that where you could prop yourself up prop your you know you could there are ways to get up and off of the sand right so that would be a way i would be on board um it did not happen um because i got i got shut down i did not i did i did not divulge the plan Mm. and uh there was a plan but she didn't know there was a plan (laughs) that's right and i should have divulged the plan prior yeah um so that didn't happen but so i would not i wouldn't be like towel on sand i don't think because there's just it's way too easy for sand to creep up onto the towel and then ruin the day right definitely not on dry sand wet sand though wet sand is heavier does not right Wet That's sand a possibility. Not as much, right? Right. But then you're like, why is it wet? Like, is the tide coming in? Like, you know, you got to make sure you're not getting hit with a wave. <laughs> Let's be honest. I mean, timing wise, would not take long, right? I mean, <laughs> how many waves any... could you could you take? Like, I mean, how many could you take and just still can continue? Like, endless. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not a quitter. So, I mean, I could just get back on the saddle and keep going. The problem right. is if the waves are big enough, they're tossing you around and you got to, like, reset. Yeah. You, you got to make sure everyone can breathe. Too. Right. <laughs> but, so, I've I've also been close, but it's not happened. And we were we were at a beach. I forget. I think it might have been Cocoa Beach. Um, and it's a beach where you have to walk over, like, sand dunes to get to the beach part, right? So, the condo's here. Go up a little bridge. Then you have all these, you know, sand mounds that have long grasses growing out of them. Mm-hmm. And then finally, you know, turns into just regular sand into the beach. And we went down. Um, I always try to get my wife to go to the beach at night late and never want to. She and knows. She's... At this point, she knows. And, <laughs> she, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but one time we went down there um, and I had it all figured out and planned and there was a section where like the dunes were still there so they were you know you had like you had like three 520 no 240 right three sides of you were covered right so you had 
and you just had the one look into the ocean. They'd have to, they'd have to literally walk past right in front of you to see you. And I scoped it both sides, not a soul in sight either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I mean, I got, I got her into the area, and we, you know, did that, you know, had a little make out, all that stuff, but stopped got short. Shut down. Sand, the sand was the killer. You know, there was a fear. And my thing is like, what? Do we think that we're gonna be like doing like six position changes? This is just like a one. This is a one position go here. <laughs> the excitement yeah. of the beach crossing something off. The, you know? the excitement of the beach will ensure right. that this is very wrapped up very quickly. Very quickly, I can make guarantees if you need to. <laughs> <laughs> we can grab a stopwatch, really, if you need right. insurance. Yeah. Yeah, Especially so because, I, and let's be real, like when we vacation on this vacation, we we get a condo with my family, and mm-hmm. it's my entire family, my in laws, my other, you know, she's got three siblings, so two of them are married with kids themselves. So yeah. there's rooms that are shared. Kids are in rooms with adults, and other kids are shared room over there. There's no alone time, you know, happening for the most part. So, like, if we're, like, day four, day five of this trip, it'd be quick inside. You throw the beach into it. We're talking, like, maybe you get a handful of thrusts, and then it's done. <laughs> like, so Very low what, commitment. What I, the more I think of this, it's kind of making me laugh. Like, I don't there, – there is no in-between uh, for, for me and my wife. It's like you get a little, little peck and off – and we'll see you later. We'll see you in a couple hours or, or we're having sex. Like there's no, like, there's like no make out yeah. and then cool. That was great. All right. You know, like there's none of that. So that would be weird to me, but I guess if there's a shutdown, I mean, yeah. You can't and that was, I would say we're the same way. You get to a certain age and it's like, we're either kissing goodbye or we're going into the bedroom. Like mm-hmm. we don't, none of this nonsense. Um, but you know, she was she was trying to be like she was trying to not just flat out say no to me, right? So she like amused me for a little while and then shut <laughs> she it down. teased you. She gave yeah. you a little tease. Which I don't know if that's better or not, to be honest. But <laughs> I'm for beach sex as a whole, I think. I think it needs to have I think everyone should cross off their bucket list. I agree. And I've yet to cross it off. Well, how how can we get you there? I feel like there's some sort of discussion that, that needs to happen. You know, I'm pulling for you. I think it's, I think it's going to happen. Um, it will be a solo only trip with me and my wife, right? No family trip. I don't think, I don't think it'll ever happen as a family trip. I thought, just not in the cards. I thought you were saying it's going to be a solo, like you'll, you'll be solo on the beach. And you're <laughs> like, well, me. I'm crossing it off. <laughs> I, mean, I, can't, counts, I, can't, right? I can't shut myself down. Here we go. I mean, check back in with me when I'm 50, and if it hasn't happened yet, maybe that'll, the plans will change. <laughs> what about, uh, could you do it in the woods? I could do it. Like, you physically, yes. I'd have no problem doing it in the woods. <laughs> or does that count as doing it on the beach? Like, it does. One it no, I just I just think there's there's a whole new series of things that could go wrong and things that might keep you from doing it i feel like woods you i mean 
Woods is a stand-up situation the whole time, I think. Mm-hmm. Too many twigs, too many bugs. <laughs> bugs you know, the beach, the, the beach is just the sand. And if you can strategically plan around that, it's your only obstacle. The woods, you have a few more things to deal with, I feel like, if you're laying on the ground. Yeah. I so agree. I think I'm going vertical the whole time. You're gonna, you'd have to. <laughs> but then again, on the beach, you could find some some uh, 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 palm tree to, to prop up against. Yeah. Doesn't even have to be the sand. So maybe there's your angle. Yeah. Literally. I don't know if I've been on the beach, though, with a tree yet. That's the problem. We we, we go east, uh, east coast beaching. So we've done... You know, Myrtle Beach, Cocoa Beach, now we're doing Outer Banks, so it's always, you know, Atlantic. And there's not a whole lot of palm trees up and down there. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. Okay. All right, so thumbs is for it. We, Bear Noggin Podcast is for beach sex. In case we are for it. Needs yeah. our opinion. We should get a stamp automation for. Yeah. I don't think anyone would should be surprised about that. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> We are mm-hmm. continuing, continuing the uh, book review of Wet Hot, <clears throat> Wet Hot Allosaurus Summer. Mm-hmm. It's been a delightful read up until it's... this point. I've I underlined some things in chapter two. <laughs> chapter through, I think chapter two threw me more than chapter one. Oh, there's definitely some questions. I have some questions. Yeah. And um, I would say, and I think it's because the way chapter two started, like, so the way chapter two started, it got me in the mode, like, like one chapter one was so like right into it. Right. Mm-hmm. That when chapter two started, the first few paragraphs made me feel like, okay, chapter two, we're gonna, we're gonna step <laughs> back and we're gonna learn a little bit about maybe character development things like that i pre-looked at how long the chapter was it was short so i thought okay they're doing a little filler (laughs) chapter we're gonna get to know them a little bit no two paragraphs in straight 180 turn right back to it well i'll tell you what my biggest my biggest question mark in this whole story so far so for chapter one we talked about her you know meeting this dinosaur shacking up with this dinosaur losing an arm and then the dinosaur devouring the arm right we voiced concerns in the first chapter like they didn't want to go find medical attention right we did yes what what you know it's whatever yeah we found out it's because he wanted the arm right chapter two leads off talking about how he has now made a feather bandage right and his feathers have healing qualities. Healing qualities, dinosaur feathers. Yep. Which so right away they answered that question for us. Yeah, at least they answered the question for us. But it also raises another question of why didn't he do that after the gunshot wound? <laughs> Valid he point. Wa- <laughs> he wanted that arm to die. To die. Big Al, you getting a peek into his little dino psyche here? Yeah. He's not a good guy. No, he's and. Yeah, and we learn more about that possibly in chapter two as well. Him not being a good guy. So I, what I, I, so I'll give you my first underline here in chapter two. Okay. So we learned about, um, we learned about the feathers, right, and healing properties. And then she did mention that the spot still ached. 
Yeah. You know, it's still ache though. And then they just throw in um and she missed her left arm. She missed it. She missed it. That's it. Like, no thought about how this will change your life entirely. Having well, can, one arm. I can just a slight how... miss. So what I, I don't want to jump too far ahead because it's such yeah. a short chapter. Uh but the so I'll get to what I was going to say a little bit later when we talk about that. So the thing that cracked me up about this, and it also gave you an idea of how long these dinosaurs have been part of society. Yeah. Because I was kind of thinking like they kind of were just breaking into the workforce. Like they're just used for physical labor out in the fields. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, <laughs> no. No, no. Because Big Al had big dreams. Yeah. He he studied to be <laughs> he, he studied to be an electrical engineer and moved north because the tar sands offered him the best salary. Right. He he would have rather worked in dinosaur human communications technology, but the money wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> what what do we I mean, again, another question, but we're only doing this a chapter at a time. So like, you know, had we were if we were in this on our own, right? I don't think mm-hmm. either one of us would have put it down after just one chapter, right? We'd have went right into chapter two. If you so order the book, you read more than a chapter. Right. One of our questions would have been answered immediately with the feather, and maybe we wouldn't have been such a big deal to us. I have mm-hmm. a similar question about the need for money for dinosaurs, because as far as we know, he lives out in the wild. He wears no clothing at all. <laughs> he eats whatever he hunts. What, right. what, where's the concern for dollars at this now, point? Now, they do a potential avenue for that is this this place that he rushes Tannis to that is right. supposed to be all about human and dinosaur love. Like it's a communion. Yeah. It's a community where right. this happens. Yeah. Um, but the big bomb that's dropped in the second chapter here. Right. Before we get to that, though, I feel like before we get to that, though, we need to talk about. So we learned a lot about Big Al. We learned about. So he's a he's a child of siblings of three hundred and seven siblings. Big Al has, which. Yes. Again, I'm not getting caught up on dinosaur anatomy because I learned my lesson last time. I don't think dinosaurs have three hundred and seven eggs at a time. But this is futuristic. My thought is they probably breed them. Yes. You know, it like would, I would it sounds like to me it was lab created, yeah. Right. You know, so they got a lot of them. But so we're learning about Big Al, which th- all of this is what made me think like we're going to get a little backstory of Big Al. We learn about his, you know, siblings. We learn there's not money in the communications department. But then all of a sudden we learn that he can run for a long time and they're running to this place, right? And yeah. this action of running arouses whatever her name is. Tannis. Um, Tannis. To the point yeah. where she pulls a Mission Impossible <laughs> and hangs off of his neck mid-run. With one arm. With one arm. <laughs> she, hooks her, she hooks her feet around his neck, hangs with one arm as this dinosaur is full sprint. 40 miles an hour? Minimum, probably. Who knows? And just starts going to town on 
again what they call his sex. Yeah, uh, she's sticking like, with it. She's committed. She's sticking with it. I don't yeah. I don't get it, but at least she's consistent. I just love the fact and we talked about this a little bit that like when it came to ne- naming his dino penis, she yeah. got she got the ickies. She right. Got, uh, I'll just call Ooh. it uh, like I'll call it his sex. <laughs> right. That's that that's where we're modest in this book. Not the uh yeah. Not the, she wiggled free of his arms and shimmied down his body. She dangled down with her ankles wrapped around his neck, her body along his. She's just hanging. And he's still running. Full speed. He's still yeah. running for and continues to run until um, until she gets the mouth involved. Then he then he's got to put the brakes he, on. <laughs> he kind of he stopped because he was staggering. Right. You know, as you can imagine, if that were to happen to you, my concentration on running full speed in a straight line would be wavering a little bit. Right. I would, it be. would be because okay. he's also, he's also multitasking in another way. We've learned though. Big Al is not a selfish lover. Right. And so essentially good. what is happening for anybody not catching the drift, she's hanging ankles are on his neck. They then proceed to 69 mid run is what happens. And quote, they become one beast of licking and sucking. Right. One beast. <laughs> I cracked out loud. I laughed out loud at that line. And then <clears throat> the funny part that I laughed about, because I just keep picturing her hanging there with one arm. Sorry about the one arm stuff. I know you got a shoulder thing going. <laughs> as soon as you were talking about it earlier, that's all I could think about. I'm like, well, why do you, how do you think Tannis feels? <laughs> right. But he let go of her legs. She slid down his body, landing face first onto the earth. So like, she can't right. that that made me laugh just seeing you know i don't laugh right. at disabilities but she literally had her arm blasted off and eaten by a dinosaur this is not real life i can laugh at it <laughs> absolutely <clears throat> but you know and then you know he got he got talons involved this time and there was blood mm-hmm. got a little <clears throat> with the talons she didn't care Tannis she doesn't care she was into it she's a freak and so then this is then when they they stumble upon their destination right, right? uh are it's this big circular type building with like gardens and things like yep. that and another chosen human lady comes out to greet yeah. big al which red hair which was talked a couple it was seemed important it was mentioned a couple i didn't even put that together yeah, on the cover. But the barn is here. Is Did we this miss not Tannis on the cover? Do we have to go back and look at what her description was? I they didn't give did one. They did not give a hair color, I don't think. They just said that she's attractive. She's a she's smoking, we know that. Right. Okay. But she didn't know she was hot. Yeah, she might have known she was beautiful if it not for her family being around. But I was I thought for sure they gave a hair color. But I don't see it. Okay. So we don't know who this is. I thought it was interesting, too, though, when they were on their way. So they they do the deed, and they stop. And they had to run for two more days. This is a journey they took. It was not just next door. So they ran for two more days. Took them two more days of running, interrupted only by Tannis' desire and the need for food. The for the need for food and sleep. Yeah. Otherwise, like... he could keep running. Right. 
So the way I read that the first time, I felt like they they left out the need for sex. But I guess it's she doesn't desire food and sleep. It's they stop for her desire and the need for food and sleep. Oh, okay. I mean, so they that. they banged all the way there a few times. They bung, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this place, uh, apparently, it's leading us to believe it's some sort of like, like, um, brothel, human, human, dinosaur, hooking yeah. up all over the place. What did because they call like, it? There's another a... dark-haired woman we hear that we that comes out and like takes Tannis and says, "Hey, it's okay, hey, sweetie. I'll tell you everything in a minute." And then Big yeah. Al sprints off. Right. So the redhead yeah. comes out. Big yeah. Al just leaves Tannis in the dust. Mm-hmm. Runs to this lady with red hair, picks her up like I envision into a like Dirty Dancing style, like lifts her up. You know, and then while she's up there, rips her clothes off, and then they run into a bush. Yep. And we know what happens there. And Tannis is left sitting there, like, what is going on? Yeah, so, she thought she was the only human in this dinosaur's life. Is Big Al a player? It might I think it's be. it looks likely. Pretty clear. And I think that she maybe assumed he was more sensitive than he is. Right. Sounds like he's using some of his you know, sounds like he's being a, like a bit of a predator. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but then, so when they're in this bushes, another lady. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. She hair is important apparently in this book because this lady has dark hair, mm-hmm. not red, dark hair, and she comes up to Tannis and she says, "My darling, don't worry." She said when she was a few feet away. It happens to all of us this way. Mm-hmm. All of us. All of us. So maybe it's uh, you know, maybe we're putting too many human expectations on a dinosaur. <laughs> right? Like <laughs> Well, dinosaur's got a job. He's you know, he can communicate, he's got a sex, he's got dreams of you know going to school and being an engineer. How dare we? And he's hooking up with a human woman. Like, how dare we put him in a in a human, you know, bottle? Yeah. How do we? You know, it's like <clears throat> there. Here's what I'm wondering: Is there now? I'm making a prediction. There's going to be some sort of rebellion from these women at this place. They're going to see how they've been mistreated. <laughs> I can see the stickies on your book. <laughs> multiples <laughs> i'm i'm just writing in mine i'm owning it well these are my wife this is my wife's highlighter and my wife's sticky she's like did you take my highlighter again I'm like yeah it's for my it's my book babe <laughs> gotta keep all the good parts i gotta know where it is yeah yeah i feel like my guess i don't think that's gonna happen i think i think i don't think it's gonna be a woman uproar i think I think Tannis is gonna succumb to like a whole like a sister wife situation. You think? I feel like they're gonna they're gonna show the value of communal living, and you know dinosaurs are big, just too much love for one person. Mm. They gotta spread. And it I around. think that's possible, but I do think Tannis is probably going to realize that she's been giving a little bit too much, 
yeah. all these women running around with both arms and both legs. And she's like, oh, I shouldn't have given him my arm. You know, like she's going to really regret that. Right. She already I misses thought, it. Right. I thought that would lock him up forever and not. I tell you, <laughs> I, you know, what chapter two taught me, though, is there's endless ways to have sex with a dinosaur. And I think we're just scratching the surface. Like, I kind of thought, I had the thought, like, you know, because chapter one, they just did it kind of normal, it seemed like. Mm-hmm. He had a little tail action, you know. Yeah. Um, and he but Dexter's tail. But he was right. in full sprint, and they managed yeah. to, to figure it out. So I yeah. feel like, who knows the positions we're going to get into down the road. I feel like this book has changed American or, uh, natural history. I feel like... <laughs> Scientists and paleontologists need to look at this book and they need to realize that there's some there's some missing links here. There's some gaps. <laughs> some gaps in, what we in know. there. <laughs> yeah. They know this feathers, but do they know that they're healing feathers? I think yeah. they need to look into it more. Yeah. There's a lot to be the there's a lot to be uncovered here. We're just yeah. getting started, but it is a short book. The short chapters I really like, and I like how they get into too. it, like because yeah. immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, so. you know, head first. <laughs> All right, well, that is that is the Bear Noggin episode 18. Guys, if you have not followed or subscribed with the like on the YouTube, please do so. I guess it helps, they say. Um, and then Spotify, TikTok, all that stuff is in the description. Um, check it out if you haven't. But otherwise... Yeah, if you're oh, on yeah. Um, if you're on Spotify, I think you can leave reviews. Um, yeah. That would be cool. I haven't had yeah, a review or yet. Apple. Apple podcast, dude, you can leave a review. Yep. And uh, first person that leads a review can go into a random drawing to potentially win a boob light. <laughs> <laughs> or their own copy. Or their <laughs> summer. And it may come with tabs and, and highlighting. Right. When we'll we're sign done. it. <laughs> That'd be funny. All right. All right. Peace out. I don't out. know how to leave. See you later. <laughs>